call is now live. Hello, guys. This is Ben Wilson. It is April 3rd. I am here calling and going to have an awesome call with you guys from Nashville, Tennessee. We have finally stopped raining. We went at one point in time, I think we had 21 days straight of rain. So I'm so thankful that the sun is shining. It's about 70 degrees here. I'm looking outside of my window and the leaves are starting to pop out and the trees are starting to change color. So I am super excited to be on a call with you all. My topic for today with everyone that's on this call are touch points to explode your leads. And so before I touch base and touch on the touch points, because um, we've got an hour today, I want to share a couple of things with you. One, um, a little bit of house cleaning item is we have a wonderful opportunity. There's still a little bit of room left for our summit this May. Um, it's May 8th, 9th, and 10th um, for the May summit. And we would love, love, love to have any of your team, anybody that you know that might qualify, whether it's a lender or a realtor, um, to be able to qualify to be in that room. And as I'm telling you about the summit, I want to tell you just a little bit about my testimonial of how I even got to my very first summit and how that worked. Um, I was one of those skeptical guys. I never went to seminars or conferences or anything like that. And... About nine years ago, I had my lender share with me about a coaching program that he was involved with and how it had helped not just his business grow, but it had also helped on his time with his family. Because at this point in time, I'm working 80 hours a week, and I'm not hardly spending any time at all with my family and I wanted to find a way to be a better manager of my time. I was doing about 15 to 20 million. Actually, I was doing right at 20 million in production. I had a small team of three people at the time, and, um, and I was running a ragged, literally running ragged. Um, not there for my wife emotionally, not there for my kids physically, um, and it just wasn't a great space to be in regardless of how much money I was making or how much money I was saving. And so anyway, he uh, he came to me and he said, hey, I want you to go here. I think it's going to change your life. It was in Huntington Beach, California, and I avoided it. I avoided it. I avoided it. And literally at the last second, kind of like this circumstance, at the last second, I said, you know what? I'm going to spend some money. I'm going to go out there, and I'm going to see what this is all about. And I went out there, and one of the first people that I met was Dayton Trader. And him and I got to spend a lot of time talking and kind of bouncing ideas back and forth and sharing what was going on. And then I got exposed to the classes and everything that was there, and I immediately left there just juiced up and was ready to sign up. And now we fast forward nine years, and uh, I'm so fortunate that I've had the core in my life. I'm so fortunate that they've helped me with balance of life. I work legitimately 40 to 50 hours a week, uh, depending upon the time of the year. Um, I have a great relationship with my wife. I have a great relationship with my children. Um, I save a lot of money. Um, we do about $100 million a year in production. And I have a team of people that are like my family. I have a, a team of 16 people. And we have just had a blast. And I'm going to tell you, had I not taken that opportunity and had I not had someone strongly pursue 
me to go out there and take a chance on something that I was totally against. I would never be right now on the phone talking to you guys about how to explode your leads in this wonderful shifting market that we're in. Right now, guys, we have an opportunity in the core to do some special things. There's a lot of transition taking in place in real estate, and I don't really want to dive in this today, but that transition is going to a highly, highly, highly transactional-based business or a highly, highly boutique, relationship-driven, constant, constant, constant engagement with our client-type business. And all those businesses and real estate companies that are in between, that are a little transactional or that are a little relational, those people are going to really, really struggle over the next five to ten years. And I personally believe that if you choose to go down and engage with your clients at a high, high level through touch points, that's one of the many ways we engage, that you're going to have an opportunity not to just generate great referred business and not have to pay for business online and through the Internet, but you're also going to create your future retirement because all these same people are literally going to be the people that help your business continue to flourish in the future. So I want to talk about today touch points, and I want to hit on five different areas specifically with how to use touch points to explode your leads. So before I talk about the five areas that um, that we're going to hit on touch points, what is a touch point? Why are touch points even matter? What is the purpose of a touch point in our business? Let's get down to the basic foundation of what we're talking about here. Well, first and foremost, a touch point is engaged and very intentionally placed into your business and the process of your business to control your client's fear. First and foremost, you have to understand that the reason that you touch your clients through all these different things that we're going to talk about today is to help control their fear. Everybody that's buying and selling a house are scared and fearful. If you don't realize that, think about the last time you purchased a house. And guys, most everybody on this call today, you all have, you all are in the business. I think about every time I buy an investment property or every time I buy a house or every time that I have helped my close friends that are in this business buy a house, they're all full of fear. These touch points help control that fear. Another reason and another true understanding of touch points that you want to make sure that you're super intentional on is to make sure that you understand that touch points are there to generate additional referrals. The more times you touch a person from beginning, first initial contact, all the way till after you close the transaction, the more times you have to blow their minds and then in turn ask for a referral. Ask for them to help you out. I love, love, love businesses have extremely high touch points. My business, I will tell you, and we've worked on it and we're continuing to work on it, has a lot of touch points. Without those touch points, let me give you a couple statistics. Five years ago, we had about five to ten touch points from initial contact to the day someone closed. And those touch points that we had generated in what we call current client referrals, and those touch points generated in referrals from my staff and office 
of about 11 pre or 11 in that one year, five years ago, 11 referrals that we had. And for most of you all, you go, man, that's a lot of referrals. Well, out of those 11, only three of those referrals closed. Now we speed up and touch points from initial contact to post-closing are literally in the hundreds. And we've been able to change that to we are year-to-date referrals, either current client referrals or referrals from my staff due to touch points. We have had already just staff, just operationally, over 75 referrals year-to-date. That's in the first quarter. Times that, okay, and run it through the end of the year, that's 300-plus referrals that we're going to receive, either current clients or directly from our staff because of levels of engagement. Guys, it changes everything. It absolutely changes everything. The final thing and the final reason that we have touch points is for this, is to solidify the relationship. Now, I was talking a minute ago, you're going to have two very distinct and very clear directions that our real estate market is going to go. It's going to be all transactional, meaning people who do not want to engage in any level of relationship. They just want to buy a house, they want to buy it for cheap, and they want to get it done as quickly as possible. These are the kind of people that are jumping on with open door. These are the kind of people that are using rocket mortgage. These are the kind of people that do not want to engage in physical and emotional and, I mean, in any type of relational businesses. And that is a big target, a market push right now. There's a lot of money being pushed in that direction. The other direction, like I shared with you, is going to be extreme relationship to where you know people's middle names, to where you know their favorite drink at Starbucks, to where you know exactly what this person's goals and dreams for that year are. I mean, I'm talking deep relationship. And I'm going to share with you a couple of things that are going to help you with that. But that's the final piece to create that raving fan. And when we create raving fans through our touch points, they're going to generate and allow your leads to explode. One thing I can tell you for sure is that everyone on this call today wants more leads without a shadow of a doubt. So here's the five areas that we're going to talk about on touch points. And I'm going to give you five to ten specific touch points in each one of these areas. The first are your pre-appointment. This is the initial contact, and this is the pre-appointment. This is before you've actually got to meet someone face-to-face. The second touch point process and area that I want to talk about is the actual process or during the actual process. What touch points, how do I engage a client during the process to secure that they're going to want to refer leads to us? The next is once we actually go under contract. Once you go under contract, we need to celebrate with our clients. And there's a lot of opportunities to celebrate through our clients. There's a lot of opportunities to help control that fear. There's a lot of opportunities to continue to grow relationships. The next area is actually once we close. There are touch points for the closing process that I want to talk about with you today. And then the final is I'm going to just take a snapshot of all the touch points that we can have post-closing. 
So let's go back to sales 101, the basic fundamentals of selling. It is a four-step process. Initial contact, build rapport, close the business, and follow up. Guys, we have to understand and be able to engage in all four of those areas. And what I just shared with you, these five specific areas are going to all give you touch points that is going to literally explode your business. So let's go ahead and dive in. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to spend about five to ten minutes. I'm going to talk about touch points on the pre-appointment process, and then I'm going to open it up. I'm going to do Q&A here in the next five to ten minutes. I'm going to open it up for a handful or actually probably one or two questions that I'm going to bring directly from you guys that you may or may not have for you that you will have for me. So let's talk about pre-appointment. How do we create touch points and what specific touch points do we create on the pre-appointment process? So first, let's talk about listings. I'm going to give you two very distinct touch points to start with on listings. The first is a pre-listing video, a video that you do just to simply introduce yourself to them, introduce yourself and your team to them, and give them some level of expectation before you meet them. You're going to do a video. Some people like to use letters. Letters are fine as well. There's pre-listing packages, and you can write a personalized letter to them and actually drop it off. I prefer, because of where the market and the technology has changed, I prefer a video. The video gives us a little bit more of a relational touch along the way. Second thing, and I just touched on this, you want to put together a package, a pre-listing package. Now, that package can be emailed to them. It could be mailed to them. It can be actually hand-delivered to them. I know Kendra, when she had her real estate business here, she would have every one of her pre-listing packages hand-delivered. If you do not have a pre-listing package in place, you can get with your concierge, you can get with someone at the core corporate, and they have, there's tons of pre-listing package examples. You can get my pre-listing package, you can get Kendra's, you can get Dayton's, and there's a list of other coaches that you can get their pre-listing packages. But that's a great touch point for your clients to really impress and show them how serious you are about your business. Next, before you get, and this is pre-appointment, you're going to email them a lifestyle questionnaire. This is like a, a very, very small version, a very abbreviated version of an All About You form, but it's called a lifestyle questionnaire. We also have those at Core Corporate with your concierge that you can get those. You're going to create, and once again, these are all touch points, you're going to have simply an honor call. And now you can do an honor call. I prefer to do an honor call. And that's where we call and tell them how much we appreciate the opportunity to meet with them. And that needs to take place the morning of the meeting. Some people who are a little bit more technically inclined, they use videos. They can use um, uh, systems like BombBomb are very popular where you can create a little 30, 15 to 30 second snapshot and you can send them just a simple honor video 
letting them know how excited you are to be able to meet with them and sit down with them. Next, as soon as you get that referral, another awesome touch point, write them a thank you card. Write them a thank you card immediately and have it sent and popped in the mail so that way they receive it before you actually meet, especially on listing appointments. Write them a thank you card. You want to also talk to them and um, uh, when it talks on the buyer side, let me give you a couple of ideas on the buyer side. You want a pre-listing packet that you send to the buyer. Now, you can send that email-wise. You can send it to them via email that they get just to have an expectation before you all have your all's initial consultation. Another great idea. Next, you're going to have on the listing some people use this. I personally don't use it, but I know it's been used successfully throughout the core. But it is a client call to review a listing contract with them before you even meet with them. So that way when you go out there to meet with this client, you've already reviewed the contract. So you are just setting up the stage to create value and you're setting up the stage for walking through their house during that consultation. You're setting the stage at that point to go and spend time and build relationship in addition to give them all the things that they need to do to maximize the dollar that they sell their house for. Last thing I want to touch and give you all um, an idea, because all today is, is creating touch point ideas specifically for you all to put yourself in a position to get more leads. Next, relocation package and basket. For those of you all who have relocation people that are coming in town that you've talked about, you can send them a relocation package, and then once they get in town at their hotel, at their Airbnb, at their VRBO, wherever it is, you can have a pre or not a pre but a uh, relocation package and basket put together for them with all their favorite goodies that you received from a All About You form that is in the relocation package or in the lifestyle questionnaire. So guys, that is a handful of great touch points that you can have simply prior to meeting with a client. I just gave you 10 plus touch points that you can engage with clients to really wow them and create raving fans long-term. I wanna open it up for questions now. So go ahead and press star one if you have a question and that'll put you in queue. And I'm gonna take two questions to talk about any of the touch points that I discussed pre-appointment. And guys, as they're coming oh, in. Oh, we do have a couple now, pop up. I'll be right back with the name. Okay, cool. As they're creating, as they're popping in, next thing we're gonna talk about is what we do during the process. So once we get them locked in, once we've met with them, what do we do during the process? So many, so many ideas. I'm sitting here looking at my list, and I get excited thinking about all the things that we get to do for our clients to really change the game of real estate um, as we used to know it. More touch points, more referrals, more engagement, deeper relationships, deeper relationships, better referrals, better referrals, continues to grow business and makes the business so much better. How are we looking on our question? 
As he's popping in there. I don't know. Uh, uh, Jamey, your line is open. Jamey. Hey, Jamey, how's it going? Good, good. I have a few realtors on uh, on the call also. Awesome. Um, Yeah, uh, thank you very much for doing this. Um, I just wanted to ask you that you mentioned about write an email, uh, write a uh, thank you card after that about the the buyer side. What do you do again? Can you rephrase that on the buyer side? So on the buyer side, I talked specifically about a consultation package. And so in that consultation package for the buyer, that's before they come and meet with you and do a consultation, you're going to send to them a package that gives them an expectation of what to expect during that meeting, okay? And we have all of that at core corporate uh, with your concierge. We have those. All about you forms are in that consultation package as well. And then a multitude of other propaganda pieces that let them know a little bit about your team, they tell who does what and allows you to put a face to a name whenever they do come into the office so they're not coming in blindly, especially for those people that have never met you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. All right. Next All right. up, we have a question from from uh, uh, Kenya in California. Go ahead. Kenya. Kenya. Hi. Kenya. Kenya. <laughs> How are you, Kenya? How are you? I'm good. Doing Thank good. you. Cool. Yeah, my question is on how how to get more listings. How so to get more listings? How how would you get more listings? What are some of the suggestions you would you would use or you would have in your presentation to get more listings rather than buyers? Okay, so on the listing side, the best place for you to get listings we're going to talk about. As I go through these touch points, I'm literally going to give you about 50 great touch points today on those five different areas. And if you execute the touch points that I give you, if you execute 50% of those touch points, it will Mm -hmm. increase the amount of listing leads that you get. And you are literally going to get referrals from that. And there are scripts at our corporate office that you can use once you're talking and communicating through this touch point process, there are scripts that you can use on how to ask and get honor and get given honor through each one of these calls and videos that you're going to do too. Great. Great. Awesome. Awesome. Great awesome. question. Good Thanks. deal. Well, well, I'm going to go ahead and dive back in because I, I want to make sure that I get through all these great touch points because, guys, I'm going to tell you, This meat that you all are getting today, and I know I'm having to give it to you almost like a fire hose, I'm going to tell you, it's a game changer. It took me a long time to put these processes together. We execute what I'm going to give you today at about an 80% level, and 83% of our business is referred to us. Rewind. Five, six years ago, about 25% of our business was referred to us. 83% of our business is referred to us. Now, keep in mind, we do about 350 to 400 transactions a year. You get 83% of that business, that's a lot of referrals. It works. During the process, let's dive into that. I'm going to hit on this for about 10 minutes, and then we're going to open up for a few questions here, and then I want to dive into the last three areas. So during the process. Go ahead and get your pen and paper out. Tuesday update calls. Tuesday update calls. One of the best ways to touch base 
with your client every week is simply a Tuesday update call once you go under contract. Another great touch point is once you list a house, you send them a listing gift. You can send them Band-Aids and say, hey, we're going to have a few bumps and bruises along the way, but I want to make sure that you understand that we're going to be here for you. Next, simply when you show up and you have gone and met with them on a listing appointment and you know that they have kids because you did a lifestyle questionnaire and you have your all about you form already gone through and you've made an initial call of engagement, you're going to bring for those who have kids or pets, you're going to bring just simply a treat bag for the kids and the pets. Bring a couple suckers for the kids. Bring a couple fun little doggy biscuits for the pets, right? How cool is that? You think that's going to be impactful? Absolutely it's going to be impactful. Do you think they're going to let down their guard a little bit with you when you're making their kids and their pets happy? Absolutely you are. Next thing during the process, and this is specifically for buyers, create a customized search on the MLS that's profiled to the properties that they're looking for. Guys, that sounds super elementary, but it will blow your mind how many people I talk to that I coach that are not doing this because they think they're too busy. Guys, you do something like this, you create that touch point, you show that they care, it's going to increase engagement opportunities. Once again, it's also going to put you in positions to get face-to-face -face with your clients so that way you can do one thing, help them sell a house or help them buy a house. Next. Add the sellers on an MLS notification of activities, pending, solds in the area, so that way they know the houses that are coming on, the active houses, they know the ones that are going pending, and they know the new properties that are being sold in their neighborhood. So when it comes time during your Tuesday update call and you have to ask for a price reduction, right, or you have to make some changes and adjustments to how you're marketing the property, you already give them the, the information and you don't have to do anything other than reiterate it. It's a beautiful thing. You want to make sure here's a great touch point. It's specific, this is specifically for sellers. For the sellers, once you've met them in a consultation, bring them a list of vendors, handymen, plumbers, landscapers, stagers. Bring them a list customized with your logo on there of all of these vendors that you have. So that way you can literally have a list that they can call right away. My goodness. Every one of my clients love this. There's very rarely that I put a house on the market that something doesn't need to be done. Very rarely. Next, you want to hit this beautiful touch point, And that is to provide them school information, stats, any contacts at the school, School information, um, calendars, restaurants, websites of location, especially for those people who are relocating. You want to give them all of this information because you have three types of personalities. And this is something that's very important. I'm on the sidebar for just a second. You have three types of personalities, right? People who think with their head, people who think with their heart, people that also think with their gut, and people who think with their head think with their minds, 
right? These are the analytical people. These are the engineers of the world, and they want all the information that they can get. And you don't know through this process, as you're getting to know them, what their personality is right away a lot of times. So you got to make sure you hit on all of them. The people who think with their heart, the people who are extremely emotional, when you give that doggy biscuit to the pet, you immediately connect with them because these are the people that are always, always, always taking everything emotionally. They make decisions emotionally. And then the people with their gut, they just want to know the facts. They want to get right to the point, but they want to feel like they're in control. And when you set them up on an email notification, when you let them know that they're a part of the process and they have decisions throughout the process, these people get buy-in and they and you establish trust with them. The more trust you have with your clients, the more referrals they're going to send and the easier the process it is going to be for you and the easier it's going to be for you to ask them for other people that you can help along the way. I want to go ahead now and I want to open up for a few questions on some of these touch points that I've given for during the process. So if you have a couple questions, I'm going to take two questions. Star one at this point. Star one. Oh, we have a question from Chris in Texas. Go ahead. Oh, awesome. Hey, Chris. How are you? Can you hear me? Good, buddy. I can. I can hear good. you great. Okay, good. It was actually back from our first pre that I had tried to get in to ask about okay. the honor call. And yeah. I was just kind of interested in where that name came from, but you kind of answered that when you were saying giving and receiving honor, and that's your your, your goal. But I, I would love to hear, um, you know, kind of ha- what that call might be. Obviously, is to confirm the appointment, to share excitement about that appointment. Uh, but I thought that there might be some additional of, of the reason it's called an honor call. Yeah, so the biggest reason is is that I want you all and, and really everybody on this call to understand this. Leads, when you're given a lead, whether it's a referred lead or whether it's an Internet lead or whether it's a sign call lead, these leads are gold. Now, do we always treat them as gold? No. But these leads are gold. And when you get a listing, especially on the real estate side, a listing, like, I mean, that is not just gold, but that's like diamonds and gold, right? That is like everything because that's a chance for a two, three, four situation transaction, right? And so the honor call is to set the stage of trust and appreciation that they are held in high standard and high regard in your life. So let me give you a quick phone call. You want to do a role play with me, Chris? Sure, you bet. Okay. I'm going to be the realtor. You're going to be the client. Ring, ring. Hello? Hey, Chris. How's it going, buddy? Doing great. How are you? Doing fantastic. I know you and I have never talked. My assistant, Sarah Beth, set up this appointment for us today at 2 o'clock, and I wanted to just personally call you before I got there to let you know how much I appreciate the opportunity that you're giving me and my company to come and sit down in your house and to be a part of this process with you. I want you to know a couple of other things, too. One, my team is here for you. And the second thing that I want you to know above and beyond this is that I am going to do everything in my power to let you know how much we appreciate you through this process. 
Sounds great. Look forward to it. Awesome. So here's the deal. I'm going to be there at the time that we set the appointment for. I might get there a few minutes early. Will you be there if I get a few minutes there early? Will you be there maybe five, ten minutes till? I'd be glad to. Awesome. So if I get there early, I might just go ahead and knock up on the door, and we'll get started right away. Okay, my friend? Sure. Thank you so much again. I look forward to seeing you. Talk to you soon. Gotcha. Right? So if you get that call, Chris, right, and you hadn't talked to me yet because someone on your team had set the appointment, how impactful would that be for you? I think it'd be – I think it's very important. Yeah. And it sets the stage of trust, right? Because we want to keep it – we want to establish an opportunity to be honored back, right? And the way that they honor us is by sending someone that they know that we can do business for. Question. Cool. Yes. Can I ask one more? I'm sorry. I know that, one, you know, time's One more. But, one more. Absolutely. Okay. Now, I couldn't help but notice you, you, you tried to bump up the time a little bit. Is that taking control or is that what, what's your reasoning? No. That's showing that we are in process. That's showing that we have structure and that's showing that we actually care enough to show up early. And if we do show up early, that we and they and they can establish a greater level of trust with us because people who show up early to appointments, I'm going to tell you, are trusted a lot more than people that show up later, even right on time. Interesting. Okay. Never heard that. Yep. I like that. Okay. Cool. Good deal. I'm going to take one more question. We have another question from Kenya. Go ahead. Hi, um, what if you mess up a referral that a friend sent to you? How can you recover from that? If the person, um, and this actually happened to me because there was really nothing on the market for his price range. Um, so how do we recover from that? So who do you want to recover, with the person that is your client or from the person that referred this, this client to you? Well, um, the person that re referred them, but because I don't really want to involve them, but. Right. So they're going to find out regardless. This is a touch mm -hmm. point, so I'm going to tie this into touch point. I'm going to make it very short-lived because I've got a lot more information. But here's what I do. Anytime that I have dropped the ball or I know that a client that's been referred to me isn't satisfied up until that point, right. I will call the person who referred them and let them know exactly what the circumstances is and say, I want. I don't want to get you involved with this, but I want to let you know that I have not been able to find successfully yet the how, the right house for your friend that you referred to me. I am doing okay. everything in my power, and I want you to know I'm doing everything in my power. They are not happy with me right now because I know they want a specific house, and I haven't found it. But I, mm -hmm. I want you to know from me and not from them that I am doing everything in my power. So I want you again to know how much I appreciate you referring that client to me, and it was important enough for me to share that with you today. Oh, okay. That sounds yep. good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. Great question. All right. All right. Let's, let's dive back in under contract. So now let's talk about touch points that we have once we go under contract. And right now I'm going to talk about ones that and I'm going to mix it in between buyers and sellers once we go under contract because i got a handful here, so you're going to have to get your pens right and fast. One, Tuesday update calls. 
extremely important. We're going to hit on that again. You have to inform clients. That in itself is one of the biggest ways to control your client's fear. They have to hear your voice. You have to leave better and more impactful voicemails. You have to, when you're talking to them, have great update calls. Next, you want to talk about, and this is a fun term, this is a fun after you've listed and after you've gone under contract on listing side and on the buying side, it's called a turbulence letter. It's a letter to say that there's going to be some bumps, there's going to be a little jogging, there's going to be some movement, there's going to be a little bit of turbulence in this transaction. So I'm going to give you some coffee, give you a $5 gift card to go have a cup of coffee whenever you encounter that turbulence so you can just sit there and chill for a second. All right? Great, great touch point. Another touch point is to make sure that you attend inspections. Most of the time, we all want to act like we're too busy. We're just not structured enough is the reality. And if you choose to show up to your inspections, and you don't have to be there for the entire inspection. You know what time. The inspections generally take two hours. And if an inspection starts at 12, show up at 145. Let the inspector know that you're going to show up. And then meet the buyer there and make sure that you are part of that process with them. Control fear, build relationship, be able to solidify that relationship all the way through. Next great touch point is when they get approved, when you have a loan approval, and once they've gone under contract and they actually get approved, you want to celebrate with them. Celebrate with them. And so what are a celebration? You literally send a little cupcake to their office, a celebration cupcake right there to their office. Next, another great touch point, pre-closing video. And this is what we call what's next. So that way you prepare them for what's next. So once they go under contract on a listing or on a buyer, they get a video from you and or from your team that lets them know what to expect next. Another touch point, call the day before closing. When you call the day before closing to go over any questions, review HUDs, right, walk through the process of how the key exchange is going to take place, walk through the process to make sure that you've given them um, the right numbers and you reiterate the number that they need to bring in a cashier's check for buyers, or you reiterate the wiring instructions of any of the proceeds for a seller, man, that's super impactful. Next. Touch point. Walk through the house prior to the closing with them. Going out, we talked about inspection walkthroughs. Go out and walk through a house before closing and do a walkthrough, a final walkthrough with one piece of paper in your hand. And here's what that one piece of paper in your hand. Any of the items that were put on the inspection release contingency. Any of the items that were supposed to be repaired have that one document in hand, and all you do when you go through the walkthrough, walk through the house, make sure it's clean, make sure everything's been removed, make sure there's no deans or notches out of the floor, and then you go through 
the list of items that were supposed to be repaired impactful. That's something that our office does at a high level, and we get so much business from that piece alone. It blows people's minds, and very rarely do we not find an issue. Um, so that's a way for us to look like heroes to them, too. Great touch point, and this is something that I know I've got a couple of my coaches, colleagues that do this, moving labels and then markers for their boxes. Buyers and sellers alike, you can get them moving labels to label all their boxes with markers to write on there. This box goes to the kitchen. This box goes to the bedroom. This box goes to the living room. Next, every 10 days up to closing, all the way up to closing, simply call and say hello. It's not an update call. It's a call just to simply say hello and let you know, let them know that you're here for them. I know I just gave you an update call on Tuesday. Today's Thursday. And when I gave you the update call on Tuesday, we went over a lot of information. I just want you to call. I just want you to know that I'm here for you. So if you think of anything, just reach out. I'm going to be able to take care of whatever it is that you've got going on. Insurance referral. After they've gone under contract, specifically for a buyer, call them up, text them, shoot them a video, but refer an insurance agent to them if you don't know that they already have one. Great way to do it. Another touch point, at closing, at the closing table. The survey, do a final closing survey. And in this survey, you're going to find out how well your team is doing, how well you've done, and you're going to also ask them for who else that you can help. You're going to ask them for a referral at this point. We've talked about the HUD and going over the HUD prior to closing. Ooh, another good one, survival kit. Once they go under contract, you can go and give them a turbulence letter, but then you follow it up with a survival kit. And in the survival kit, holy cow, you can have all kinds of fun stuff in there. Chocolates, gift cards, gift cards for manicures, gift cards for coffee, gift cards for the movies, all kinds of things that you can do in a fun survival kit. Another great touch point. Now, keep in mind, I'm giving you a lot of ideas because that's what it's about today. And if we can execute this, initially at a 50% level, and then eventually grow to 70 80%, you all will be rock stars and have more referrals than you know needed to ever imagine. Uh, next, hire a cleaning crew before they move out for the sellers. For a buyer, you hire a cleaning crew to come in before the buyers move into the house. You should have all this information. What a great touch, beautiful touch. I'm going to dive into closing now actually what takes place on the closing, then I'm going to open it up for a few questions, and then I'm going to finish off with a few things that we do post-closing. All right. So closing. Once we're closing, like the day of closing, here's what we're going to do. We want to make sure and simply be at our closing. I don't know how many people, I don't know what the percentages are of agents or lenders alike <coughs> that do not show up for their closings but I think I would be embarrassed as a professional realtor. I would be embarrassed at how much and how many people
do not show up for their closings for their clients. So simply show up for closing. And when you show up, another great touch. Bring some sparkling juice, some non-alcoholic juice, and toast with them. Celebrate. Keep in mind it's symbolic. It's not necessarily that you have to have some fancy glass of wine. It's the symbolic piece of it that you're celebrating with them and that today is a big day because guess what? They're still nervous. They're still scared. And now they're stressed and overwhelmed because they're having to move. They're having to get all the utilities turned on. They have so much stuff going on at this point in time. They're stressed out. Next, go to the house after closing and walk it with them. And just talk about all the memories. For the right type of buyers, you know who they are, the, especially the emotional ones, the ones that think with their heart, I mean, that, that are driven by their heart. When you go and walk the house with them, they are going to love you to death. Next, make sure that you deliver the keys to your client on your buyers. You make sure that you have their keys already ready for their house. And you have them in a nice little, either in a key envelope or you have them on a keychain form, you already have them taken care of and dialed in. Once they close, you can show up to their house with a closing gift. Some people give closing gifts at the closing, which is a great touch point. Some people actually show up to the house with a closing gift. We give closing gifts both ways, and I leave it up to my agents on which way works best for them, but a closing gift. Another great touch. Moving day pizza. Simply just stop by a pizza like a, a Little Caesars. You can get a pizza for five bucks and get a Coke and you show up the day that, the, that you know that they're moving with a pizza and a Coke. Whew. That would blow their mind and they would be very appreciative because I guarantee they're hungry. Guarantee. Mailing labels for their new house, for their new address. Whatever the new address is, you can have them printed super quick, super easy. There's a lot of references of where to get this from and where to get them from, um, but mailing labels. Change of address cards for the new home. Change of address cards. A thank you video with a survey. Videos, once again, are a big part of our business model. Having that thank you video is a game changer. That video, when it takes place, boom, the next day right after closing. Thank you for trusting us. Send the kids a gift right after. Right after they've signed all their agreements and everything, send the kids a gift. You can get them um, an ice cream gift card or a Target gift card. You can do a small little stuffed animal coloring books depending upon age, but have a gift for the kid. What a great touch point at closing. So there's a few more ideas, guys, that I know can be very impactful. I've got about 12 minutes left, and I want to open it up for questions now. Again, I'm going to take two or three questions this time, and then we're going to wrap up with post-closing a few ideas that I wanted to make sure and hit for you. Star one. Uh, first up, we have another question from Kenya. Go ahead. Okay. Hi. Um, when you said uh, walk through the house with one piece of paper, <clears throat> and what does that mean exactly? So, yeah, so the one piece of paper, when I show up and walk through, some people like to go to their walkthroughs and they don't have anything, right? And mm -hmm. what I mean by this is that 
they actually walk through and they're prepared and go through and check off. Psychologically, they know once again that you're prepared, right? And they will tell their friends, my agent showed up. He had the list of all the repairs, and he marked them off and went and checked every repair with me and marked them all off to make sure that they're done. And then when you find repairs that aren't done, you can make notes on that piece of paper, and you call from the house. You call the other Mm -hmm. agent to find out why it wasn't done. Okay. Yeah. Psychologically, it just builds great value and trust for you at that point. Right. Okay. Thank you so much. Very good. Very good. Next up, we have a question from uh, Jamee. Go ahead. Uh, hi, Ben. Um, so hey I normally, hi, I normally go through all the hard everything in my office with the clients and along with appraisal and insurance and also like the phone number to call for utility, right? But I haven't been going to closing for the last few years just because, you know, it's so busy. So my question <laughs> to you is as a realtor, how important, how, how do you feel like a lender should go to the closing? I personally, the lenders that I use, which are both core lenders, uh-huh. both of my lenders are core lenders, they show up or they have a representative from their company to show up at every closing of ours. Okay, I got it. Got and it. so Thank here's you. what, here for you, Janae, yeah. for you, it's more about what you're doing for the realtor that you work for and that you work with than it is about the client, believe it or not, because your client is the realtor, correct? Yes. Right. So it's about being there for the realtor because that is the client more than it's about the actual person closing, believe it or not. So from a lender's perspective, you showing up to represent that, that tells me as a realtor, they're all in with me. I want to refer all my business to that person. Okay. I got it. Got it. Yep. Okay. Cool. Thanks. Cool. One more question. Actually, that's the last one we had in the queue at this time. Okay. Perfect. Well, let's dive into post-closing. Guys, I have hundreds of things, literally hundreds of touch points post-closing that I can share with you, and I'm actually going to give you all a beautiful gift on what these items are right now. And all you have to do is get with your concierge, and she will get you this in one form, and it is my marketing calendar. My marketing calendar has a play-by-play of Everything that we do month, month, month over month over month. So you got 12 months, and I have about 35 things that we do. Most of those items are all done on a monthly basis, and they are all touch points post-closing. They are all touch points after people have closed with us. So my gift today for you guys, above and beyond what we've already talked about, is my marketing calendar with everything on there for follow-up and post-closing touch points. You're going to love it. And once again, if you could just execute it at about a 50% level, you will it will blow your mind how much referral business that you get. But I want to touch base on a few things. Post-closing, one, schedule a pop-by with your client about 10 to 15 days after they've moved in just to see the house. Next, you can literally hold a housewarming party for your client. You get one, either the lender or a title company will work with you 
and you can have a housewarming party. You get them to give you all the names and numbers. You mail out the invitations. You call every one of these people, and you do a housewarming, and you come and you serve everybody. And, oh, by the way, that list that you just got are all the closest people in these people's lives that you now have an opportunity to market to and to engage in an opportunity to do business with. Get 25 to 50 people. How cool is that? And you're calling them to let them know that you are their agent and what you're doing for their client. You don't think that's going to blow their mind? Well, my realtor never did through an open house or a housewarming party for me. What? That literally will blow their mind. I love that. Next, 30-day call post-closing just to check in, see how everything's going, make sure all the mechanicals are working, all their appliances are working, make sure that they remember if they had a home warranty, that they still have a home warranty and what that process looks like. And then I always like to ask them on this, I always like to ask them, and I know my agents do too, is what's their favorite thing about the house? Post 30-day closing. Holy cow, another great one. And there's so many. I'm looking at my list here of all the things that we do, and I'm just loving it. Next, call on their anniversary. On their anniversary. So all you do is simply plug it into your calendar, to your CRM system, and then with all the smartphones, you can plug it right into your phone and call them on their anniversary date and let them know and send a or send them a little gift, not a gift, G-I-F-T, but a G-I-F. Um, you can send them a little happy anniversary and then just acknowledge the fact that they have owned their house for a year, two years, and you can do that for up to five years. Next, set them up in the database and do an evidence of success and a letter of the heart every month. Post-closing, evidence of success, let them know you're still in the business, you're still rocking and rolling, and let them know that you actually care about them by sharing something that's going on in your life that's super impactful. Touch touch with those people that are driven emotionally. But believe it or not, the thinkers, the people that are working with their head and the people that are working with their gut, both of those, they want to see that stuff too. That's why Facebook is so popular, just for the record. People love to hear about what's going on in other people's lives. Next. Take away any of their used boxes for them. When they get their boxes stuck in their garage for 10 years or to the next time they sell their house, take away their boxes and then reuse those boxes for some of your other clients. What a great takeaway. Next, this is a cool one. Get one of those big jumbo thank you cards and have your entire team sign it and send it to them. This is something that I have seen done before. I don't do this one yet, but I this is one that I really want to figure out how to implement into our system, and I know it's going to be a hit. Next, offer them post-closing every month to two months. Simply send out to your entire database your vendor list, your updated vendor list. Just keep in mind, people always have maintenance going on with their houses, for sure. Here's a great touch point post-closing. After every closing, part of our process is we take the HUD and we fold it up with a letter and we put it in an envelope. We put it in a box. And then on January 1, 
we send them and mail their HUD to them with a beautiful letter letting them know how much we appreciated them letting us take care of them. As they prepare for their taxes, here's a copy of your HUD so that way you are good to go. And now they have their HUD in their hand. They don't, they're not calling you to get their HUD or they're not trying to track it down through their paperwork or anything. They can take it to whoever prepares their taxes and utilize that. Last thing I'm going to share and then I'm going to open it up for one or two last questions. A keepsake video of their new house after they've moved in. A keepsake video, or excuse me, not a keepsake video, a keepsake photo or photo album however you want to do, actually send it. I think Snapfish does this. Um, that's one of the, the uh, programs that uh, that you can use. Uh, send them a keepsake, or keepsake photo book. And, guys, for all of you all, these touch points, I gave you all a lot of touch points. you got to start somewhere. So if this is overwhelming to you, start with two or three in each one of those sections and build it up. The percentage is 97%. This is a true percentage. 97% of people who buy houses do not ever hear from their realtor after they close. 97%. That is a ridiculous, ridiculous statistic. So we're already ahead of the game if you just send them one thing, much less 25, 30, 40, 50 things. So I hope you all found this beneficial. Um, I was going to open it up. Actually, I was still want to open it up. I've got time for one question, maybe two. So let's go ahead and hit star one. Uh, first up, we have a question from uh, Christy. Go ahead. Hey, Christy. Hi, can you hear me? I can hear you great. How are you? I am good. I'm good. Thank you for all of your touch points. In fact, I just sent out a message to my concierge to set up a one-on-one -on -one call with you later. Um, I'm a first-semester course student, realtor. Um, and I, I think one of the things that I'm still struggling with as I'm putting all these pieces together is time management. You are touching on so many. I want to take my customer's experience to a five-star, five-diamond experience. That yes. is what they deserve. And, and I find that the busier I'm getting, the harder it is to do all of this stuff that you're saying. How do you, you, how do, you do this? Do you do it all? Do you delegate? I do advice. probably, yeah. Well, so here's the percentage. The way my team is set up, and it takes time to build this, is that we are checklist and structure driven. All right? And so you have to establish all the checklists and all the checkpoints through this process or else it will never happen. But it's just like anything. I do about probably 10 to 15% of this work, okay? And most of that is the videos and the phone calls. That's what I do. Everything else is done by my team, but you have to inspect what you expect from them. And so we have this che these checklists, and you have to put processes together. So when you and I do that one-on-one -on -one call together, I'm yep. going to share with you the checklist that I have in place for my team because I have a checklist for checklist. I mean, we are over the top on the checklist that we drive, and it has taken me a long time to get to this point. So no one on this call needs to hear that this just popped up and happened overnight. It has taken a long time, and we are constantly evaluating and growing in this area because it is overwhelming. I, it is. It's overwhelming, and the more the more they that I find that the people that I'm serving, they want me there. They want yeah. my face. They want me to. And so I'm, 
I'm just trying to manage my day, and I'm finding that instead of working less than 50 hours a week since I've joined the Corps, I'm working more. Um, right. But that's, I think. So here's what I want you to know. I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave everybody on the call with this that's still here. It's 301, but I'm going to leave you all with this. What they want is they want to know that you are the one in control. And we like to confuse ourselves with a little bit of arrogance because I did the same thing that they want us doing everything. What they really want is to know that we are in control of everything. Mm, Structure, team, presentation, execution, expectation, that you're in control of the process, but you are not involved in every piece of the process, will do and allow you so much more freedom. You do not have to be engaged in every step of the process. You just have to be in control, and they need to know that you're in control of it. Thank you. Awesome. Guys, great call. I always love jumping on these calls. Do not forget, we have a few extra spots for the summit. Go fast because we are filling up here in the next two or three weeks. I'm sure we're going to be filled, and we want you all there. We want your people there if you think someone would be a great fit for us. It's going to be May 8th, 9th, and 10th. Can't wait to see you all there. Have a great one. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you. This officially ends today's call. Thank you for your participation. You may not snack.